sustained flu casualties during an attempted mutiny by prisoners. Five dead, including sub-commander Reagan. Three prisoners escaped from a spacecraft of unknown origin. Prisoners Blake, Stannis, and... We don't get paid for this cargo. We don't have enough money to do the ship. Is there anyone on this ship? That's ship. This ship. This ship. Ship like this to go anywhere. Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw, and with me as always is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, who's joining us tonight? Well, tonight we've got Amin Amat. Yo! Paul Story. Howdy, howdy. And Brian Cross. Hello. So, what are we fighting about this time, Damon? Uh, this week's battle is Best Spaceship. Uh, we're we're going to be talking about which one's the best. Uh, Mike, how do our fights work here? Well, we uh, once again have an NCAA tournament-style bracket. We pit two competitors against one another and put it to a vote. Majority wins. You can decide the battle any way you want. Uh, how you define best is entirely up to you. Just use your geek logic. Um, what's geek logic, Mike? Well, geek logic can be explained by this message. Wait, there's a message this time? Really? It's been like four weeks. I I figured it's time for people to get the geek logic again. (laughs) Okay. If Webster's Dictionary were enlightened enough to have an entry on geek logic, it would define it as any argument you can use to back up your choice. You define the terms any way you like, as long as it supports your claim and makes sense to you. And that's Geek Logic. All right, let's jump right into our first fight. Uh, Mike, this one is yours. It is Enterprise versus Borg Cube, and it's any Enterprise you want, as long as it's a spaceship. I am um, going to go with the Enterprise. Um, my, my favorite Enterprise, in fact, the uh, movie refit is my favorite of all the Enterprises, and I think... Uh, that's just much cooler than a Borg Cube. It's it's one of the great spaceship designs, and a Borg Cube is just a box with stuff on it. All right, a vote for the Enterprise. Amin. <laughs> a box with stuff on it. Nice. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, definitely the Enterprise, or Enterprise, or however you want to pronounce it. Um, because the Borg Cube is just dull, square. It's just a floating Rubik's Cube in space, but with no colors. Uh, so definitely the, the Enterprise. A vote for the Enterprise. Um, yeah, the Borg Cube, not dull. It's extremely practical, and it's green. It's black and green. And uh, it, literally, it's extremely practical. It's actually the most practical ship we have on here because it's flying through space, so it doesn't actually need to be aerodynamic, unlike half the ships that are on here. So I'm going to go Borg Cube. Paul? I'm shocked, shot Damon, to find out that you, a former Borg, would go for the Borg Cube. <sighs> However, I have to say, it's been a long road getting from there to here. Um, despite uh, the awfulness that was the uh, theme song to the TV show Enterprise, um, hey, uh, I'm going to go for good old, the original series, Enterprise. Beats the board cube, hands down. All right, and Brian. 
you made some excellent points, Damon, about the Borg cube, especially the fact that it doesn't need to be aerodynamic because it's flying through space. But I've got to go with the Enterprise. In this case, I'll go with my favorite, which is the refit from the original series films. And that's just going to knock the shit out of a Borg cube. All right. And the Enterprise takes the win. And we're moving on to our next fight. Amin, this one is yours. It is Voyager versus a Romulan Warbird. Oh, God. Yeah, this is going to be a, a more of a nostalgic, sentimental vote, only because my four years in college were spent watching Voyager. And I'm not much of a Trekkie, but I did get really attached to watching all the episodes, and I loved the ship, I loved the crew, I loved all the shenanigans that they got into. Um... And then I missed the ending, and it took me a, quite a long time to finally see that. However, I do love the Romulan Warbirds. They're pretty cool, menacing, they kick ass. But, no, nah, I'm going to have to go sentimental on this one, so Voyager for me. A vote for the Voyager. And I, too, will be voting for Voyager, <clears throat> but mostly because it's actually an upgrade to... Uh, it's the next generation of ships. It's got a bio... some kind of biomimetic gel as opposed to... Uh, what do you call those things? Isolinear chips. It's... it's the cells move and so they can shape its warp uh, bubble. It, it's actually a really cool ship. So, I'm going to vote for Voyager. Paul? Well, I have got to go... Now, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Was the... Uh, in the original series, was it still called the Warbird? No, that it's was the bird, bird of prey. prey. That was the bird of prey. So I got to go with the. Uh, you know what? Uh, that's that's made me bump it to Voyager. If it was the original Romulan bird of prey, I would have gone with that. But um, the Romulan warbird looked too much like just a, you know, Klingon ship. That whole thing. So um, Voyager. A vote for Voyager, Brian. I was thinking Voyager, but now the more I think about it, especially since you clarified that you're only counting, like, next-gen forward for the Romulan ship, in next-gen, when the Romulan Warbirds showed up, you knew some shit was going down. So, as much as I like Voyager, I've got to give it to the Romulan ships. A vote for the Romulans. And Mike... Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Romulans also. Um, Voyager mm. was a was a cool ship, and I thought it was a very uh, clever upgrade from uh, you know the, what had come before in that design. And I liked that it could land. I liked that you could see it land. But the uh, the Romulan Warbird was I thought was a great looking ship, and you know that was really the first time a next gen ship really impressed me a lot because I didn't care for the Enterprise D. The Klingons were mostly kind of holdovers from other Klingon designs. Uh, but this was really clever and original and very different from just a bird painted on the bottom side of basically a saucer with nacelles. You know, this really kind of was a sleek spaceship and evoked a hawk, and uh, I thought it was uh, a fantastic-looking ship, so I'll vote for that. A vote for the Romulan Warbird, but... Voyager is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. It is the Defiant versus a Klingon D7 battlecruiser. Um, yeah, the Defiant is fucking awesome. I'm not even going to say any more than that for now. I love the Defiant, so I'm going Defiant. Paul? Um, I am going to, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, some good old nostalgia 
and uh, I, I remember how cool I thought the Klingon ships were when I when I first watched the reruns of the original series, and I'm going to go with the D7. Brian, by Defiant, do you mean any Defiant? Hmm. Ooh. You could vote for the original series Defiant, but uh, we meant the Deep Space Nine Defiant. But you could well, vote for whatever you want for whatever reason you want. <laughs> that, that's true. Uh, I would vote for the DS9 Defiant anyway, because that ship's just all kinds of badass. But I'm going to throw it in for the original series Defiant just because of what we saw it do in Inner Mirror Darkly when it just laid waste to every ship that came across its path in the Mirror Universe. So I've got to go Defiant for that reason. I'll vote for the Defiant. Mike? I really like that uh, that bit of geek logic. I, I wanted to vote Defiant because I love Deep Space Nine, but I really thought uh, having three Federation ships move on uh, is, is just some kind of unfair dominance. But, uh, you know, I think I do like the, uh, the other Defiant tossed in there as well, so I'll vote Defiant. Another vote for the Defiant and a mean. Defiant Schmeyant. That's going to go Klingon all the way. You know, it's a Klingon culture of war, of, of badness, of pretty much Damon's parents. So, yeah, definitely Klingon. A vote for the Klingon D7, but the Defiant is moving on. And we are on to our next fight, Paul. This one is yours. It is the Klingon Bop, also known as the Bird of Prey, versus the Jim Hadar Battlecruiser. Well, this one is actually tough for me because I'm not really partial to that many of the Klingon ships. But the Jem'Hadar were pansies. They're a bunch of drug-addicted pansies. Um, and and their ship is just kind of spiky and, and I don't know. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with the uh, I'm gonna have to go with the Klingon bird of prey. A vote for the Bop, Brian. I actually like that the Jem Hadar ship was very asymmetrical and strange looking. I mean, just like we said with the Borg cube earlier, it doesn't have to look sleek because it's going through space. But I love me some Klingons, so they've got my vote all the way. Another vote for the bird of prey, Mike. You know the the bird of prey is actually one of my less uh, less favorite Klingon ship designs. Uh, it was a small ship. I thought ultimately it was a a knockoff of a of a Romulan bird of prey. You know they kind of got there first, but uh, we really do need to have some some Klingon representation beyond this. The Gemini ships were cool, uh, but they're not memorable. And uh, also, one one important thing, there's one uh, Klingon bird of prey that was uh, nicknamed the HMS Bounty. Uh, and uh, that was a great uh, bird of prey in a movie that some people here don't like. But uh, I will vote for Klingon bird of prey. You could call me out. Don't, don't, don't be like some people. You're right. I don't <laughs> like Star Trek Four. That's fine. Uh, uh, and another vote for bird of prey. I mean, I just wasn't going to give you the credit. <laughs> Star Trek Four is that the... The whale one? Yes, it is. That was awesome. I, I, I just did not like that. I just don't. Because he's Damon. Yep. Yeah, I figured. But yeah, you I got three fun. He hates whales. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, come on, Damon. Um, well, he does think they taste good. I, I don't know. Look, the Bird of Prey has probably one of the most unique spaceship designs that I've, I've ever seen when I first saw it and even now. 
of course, now I don't think it makes much sense. But however, just the fact that it's the way it's been designed, it does come across as one badass ship. You would not want to have that, you know, peering down at you ready to fire. Um, the Jem'Hadar battle cruiser. I think the word you were looking for, Paul, was it's a very pansyous ship. It's the pansy, the pansy. It, it, it's it sucks. Let's it's, put it that way. it's probably also addicted to drugs. Yeah, it, it, yeah I don't know. It, it's horrible. It's horrible, horrible, horrible. So definitely the bird of prey because it kicks ass and it saved the whale. A vote for the bird of prey. And uh, I'm looking at these spaceships here. And and, and, it, and it's one of those aerodynamical ships that you can actually fly in atmosphere. It has been done. It's been shown on Deep Space Nine. Um, the bird of prey is quite awesome. I love the Jim'Hadar, though. But I'm going to give it to bird of prey in a clean sweep. Why the hell not? Woo! Woo! And we are on to our next fight. Brian, this one is yours. It is the any. NSEA Protector from Galaxy Quest versus the Jupiter 2 from Lost in Space. Yeah, no contest, the Protector. I mean, Lost in Space is great, but Galaxy Quest is probably one of the best, if not the best, Star Trek films. And the Protector was just a very cool ship that evoked the classic designs but still stood on its own. Uh, Vote for the Protector. Mike. Uh, I'm also going to go with the Protector because, uh, unlike the other ships, this one's real. All right. (laughs) Uh, Vote uh, for the Protector. Amin. Protector. uh, When I first saw the trailer for that movie, what sold me more than anything was the the Protector. The ship had a really unique design. It looked really cool. And it's just like, uh, you know, it's real. So, yeah. Protector. Another vote for the Protector. Um, am I going to go Protector as well? Uh, no, fuck it. Really? It, Lost in Space is a badass show. I loved the show. I liked uh, the ship. Uh, and I actually liked the ship a lot in the movie. Which one are we talking about? The the one with the cast of Friends? or the Yes. It, it also has Gary Oldman. Go back and watch I, I like the, the cast of Friends as in one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is just Matt LeBlanc, but... Yeah, but let's face it, he was Friends. No, you're right. He did have his own spinoff show. But that's beside the point. I'm still going to vote for Jupiter 2 because it looks really, really cool in that movie. So I'm going to go with Jupiter 2 uh, and Paul. Well, I love the NSEA Protector. Despite the fact that it shares its name with a piece of plastic that keeps ink from getting on people's pockets. Um, but uh, since it's not going to throw off the uh, the result, and since, as I once told Bill Moomy, dude, you're a kid whose best friend was a robot and you got to carry a ray gun. I loved Lost in Space when I was a kid. I am voting for the Jupiter 2 because of that. Another vote for the Jupiter 2, but the Protector is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is the Red Dwarf from, well, Red Dwarf, versus the Satellite of Love from MST3K. Hmm. Uh, This is a tough one, but I think I am going to go with the Red Dwarf. A vote for the Red Dwarf. Amin. 
Okay. You know, I think we're I think we're gonna go beyond the actual aerodynamics of the ships this time around, and we're gonna go more with the onboard entertainment. And in that case, the satellite of love. You got movies, you got popcorn, you got two other buds that you can joke or joke around with all day. So yeah, satellite of love. A vote for the satellite of love. Um, I would vote for the satellite of love. It's it's fun, you know. They 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 got movies and stuff, but they talk through the entire film. They don't let anything go. They make horrible jokes, and then Red Dwarf. Oh wait, that's right. I don't like Red Dwarf at all, so I'm going to be voting for the satellite of love. Uh, Paul. Well, it really comes down to the fact that as much as I like the Red Dwarf, I mean, Satellite of Love was amazing for the for the budget that they had to put it together with. Um, plus, I mean, MST3K, you you gotta love it. Uh, so, Satellite of Love. Another vote for the Satellite of Love, Brian. Satellite gets my vote because Red Dwarf annoys me, especially the theme song. <laughs> Another vote for the Satellite of Love. And Satellite of Love is moving on. And uh, we're on to our next fight. I mean, this one is yours. It is the Prometheus from SG-1, Stargate, uh, versus the Destiny from Stargate Universe. All right. Well, I am, and I truly love the uh, you know, the, the SG-1 series, and you know, I got the box set. I haven't gotten toys yet, but I watch the series religiously, especially now that I'm penciling. Um, and Destiny, Destiny was, was was okay, but this, this, I don't know, you know, it's like that show has neglected the actual exploration of the Destiny ship. So here we're seeing a ship that's probably the size of, what, Detroit, probably, yet they haven't explored it. We've only seen, like, less than a third. Well, the Prometheus kicks ass, although I wasn't too happy with how it how it got destroyed in the end. But um, I think just out of the fact that we got to see more of it, I'll, I'll choose the Prometheus. A vote for the Prometheus. Uh, Detroit is huge, dude. I don't think the Destiny is as is, is big. It's you, no, Destiny, they said it's, it's humongous. So it has to be about the size of Detroit. Detroit is ridiculously big. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I don't think Destiny's that big. But I'm going to vote for the Destiny anyway because uh, I don't like Stargate. And I've been watching Stargate Universe, so... <sighs> uh, Paul? Well, I think it's important to note that e- even if Destiny was the size of Detroit, um, with the tiny crew complement... Oh, wait, it's about as populated, too. Um, I like the Prometheus, but you know what? The Destiny is just a cool, cool looking ship. So I'm going to go with the Destiny. Uh, vote for the Destiny. Uh, Brian. Yeah, I haven't watched enough Stargate or Universe in order to make any convoluted geek logic claims, so I'm just going to go Destiny because it looks cooler. <sighs> Another vote for the Destiny. And Mike. Um, you know, I actually never watched uh, Stargate SG-1, and I did watch Stargate Universe, so I will vote for the Destiny. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Beans. I see why it it got canceled then. I guess I was the only person that watched it for all ten years. Uh, I I loved SG-1. Watched it all the time. Aren't there like 12 years of SG-1? Ten. Ten, 12, it doesn't matter. It got canceled. 
<laughs> but the destiny is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. Uh, it is the Battlestar Galactica, either version, whichever version you like, versus the Heart of Gold. Uh, Zaphoy Beeblebrock's ship from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide. And I've got my fucking towel, dude. I, I, I want to go on, w- hang out with the Improbability Drive. Heart of Gold, all day long for me. Uh, Paul. Zaphod Beeblebrocks. My Zaphod Beeblebrocks. Um, I love Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but I have got to go with the Galactica just because, my God, I didn't think they could pull it off, uh, bringing it back, and they did, and it rocked. Um, and uh, so I, I'm, I'm giving it to Galactica just for the best resurrection. But I don't know that they were on the best resurrection, so... A vote for Battlestar Galactica. Brian. The Heart of Gold had Zooey Deschanel on it. Oh, yeah. The Galactica had Trisha Helfer on it. In fact, it had a lot of them. So I'm going to go with a tried and true Geek Fights choice and say since there's more than one of them, the Galactica gets it. A vote for the Galactica. Mike. Yeah, the uh, the, the chicks on Galactica were hot. I, I hadn't uh, thought about that. Um, and I, I love Galactica. It's one of my favorite shows. It's one of my favorite ships. But of all the ships on this list, the one that I actually would want would be the Heart of Gold. So I'm going to have to go with that. A vote for Heart of Gold. It is all tied up and coming down to you there, Amin. Ah, that is going to be easy. I got two words for you. Zoe Deschanel. There you go. That's it. Because, sure, there were more than one. But let's face it, the only one worth anything was Trisha. Because, you know, Starbuck was nutty, and what are, what's her name that she had double? She was too skinny, and I think the only cute one, they actually sh- flushed her out of the airlock. But Heart of Gold, we got Zoe, and you got Marvin, and of course, the improbability drive. So, Heart of Gold all the way. And Heart of Gold is making it into the next round. On the opinions of Amina Matt do not qualify for the rest of the geek fighters who love Katie Sackoff. <laughs> you, you're acting like she's ever listened to this show? Shut up, Damon. Right. Since the last time she listened, she's not going to listen again. I'm joking. She's never listened. But oh, she did? No. <laughs> uh, Paul, this fight is yours. It is the Close Encounters Mothership versus the Alien Mothership from Independence Day. Not even a matchup. Jeez. You know, um, you know, Close Encounters has that that iconic music. Dun 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 dun. Uh, The Alien Mothership from uh, Independence Day Four was defeated by a Mac virus. and uh, I, I've got to go for, for a little bit of nostalgia, a little bit of, of uh, solidarity with the old school, and I'm going with Close Encounters. Uh, vote for Close Encounters. Uh, Brian. I was going to crack wise about the Mac thing, too, but Paul beat me to it. Ha <laughs> ha. Yep, yep, that happens. But either way, I would have gone Close Encounters because that's just an amazing-looking ship. The alien mothership from Independence Day looked Kind of like a mushroom with spikes on the bottom, and it just wasn't all that impressive. All right. Another vote for the Close Encounters Mothership. Mike? Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Independence Day ship, because obviously it is Mac-compatible. 
So it's actually a ship I could use the software I have now with. I wouldn't have to buy all new software. And, uh, and you know, it's actually a, an upcoming Apple model, the iShip. <laughs> a vote for the alien mothership from Independence Day. Amin! Hey. You know, the mothership of Close Encounters, I think, when I first saw it, the one thing that got me was the fact that what you thought was the bottom of the ship wasn't the bottom part of the ship. It was actually the top part of the ship. And, of course, if you were lucky enough then, probably now with Blu-ray, to have seen it maybe like on Laserdisc or Blu-ray, you can actually catch the inverted R2, who was part of that ship. Um, The Independence Day ship, you know, come on. If you saw the original movie, it got taken down by a biplane, okay? A biplane with the bomb that was strapped to it. Uh, What kind of ship is that? So... Yeah, I'll go with Close Encounters only because it looked cool, it had to invert to land, it had all sorts of people, and it went to all sorts of places. So, the Close Encounters spaceship. Uh, the Close Encounters spaceship. Uh, the alien mothership from Independence Day decimated human society. Decimated. It was all Los Angeles doesn't count. Los Angeles, New York, uh, D.C., Paris, that mother, they were just, they were all over the planet, and they were just, just wrecking house, and I Wait, loved it Don't you it. mention it, Detroit was spared in that movie. Yes, it was. It was spared because it's already happened here. It's already hit. It's all right. But I'm voting for the alien mothership, but Close Encounters mothership is moving on into the next round, and we are on to our next fight. Brian, this one is yours. It is the TARDIS, well... It's the TARDIS versus the USS Cygnus from the Black Hole. Hmm. That actually is a tough one. I haven't seen the Black Hole in a long time, but I remember really liking the film and especially the Cygnus. But I've been catching up on Doctor Who lately, and as simple as a design as it is, the TARDIS is just plain cool, so it's got my vote. A vote for the TARDIS. Mike. Yeah, TARDIS all the way. Another vote for the TARDIS. I mean... Man, this is so hard. Why did you have to put that ship against the TARDIS? Because the Signet, it's it's a, it's a, actually really cool design. Of course, it also had the really cool robots in it, which is... And the weird part is that no one really remembers much about that movie. But it did come out, and it was actually awesome. But, man, you had to put it up against the TARDIS? Damn. Um... I'm going to go for TARDIS, and there's a, and there's one good reason why, but I'll, I'll say later, but TARDIS. A vote for the TARDIS. Uh, let's see. Um, the reason why the TARDIS is up against... I'm, I'm going to give uh, I'll tell you guys a little secret that everybody's going to hear now. Uh, I know what the TARDIS is. I cannot tell you what the USS Cygnus is. So... That's what happens on the list. A lot of times when it's something that's well-known against something that's lesser-known, it's because I don't know what the other thing is, so I can talk about the TARDIS and I don't have to worry about the uh, sickness. But I'm going to vote for it anyway, because you guys are traitors to your childhood. So a vote for the sickness for me and Paul. Well, Damon, you've made it much easier for me. Uh, because I was going to go for the sickness just to throw it a pity vote. Um... <laughs> but I saw the black hole in theaters, and I thought it sucked. Really? Um, and uh, and I think that the TARDIS 
um, while unassuming on the outside, is generally pretty awesome on the inside. Um, uh, you know, you can argue about whether it's primarily a spaceship, um, but it does move in space. So, um, so I'm going to go for the TARDIS. Up yours, black hole. <laughs> Did Up you your just, black hole. Is that what you said? <laughs> but the, the TARDIS moves on. Oh, and, and we are on to the next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is an Imperial Star Destroyer versus the Death Star. Uh, I I actually argued for the Death Star being on here that it uh, it would qualify as a spaceship, not a station, because it does travel through space. But the Imperial Star Destroyer was the coolest looking ship I had ever seen. That that made the opening of Star Wars, and that pretty much, from that moment on, that's that's when I loved Star Wars. So that ship is just the coolest ship. I'll vote for uh, Star Destroyer. A vote for the Star Destroyer. I mean... But I forgot, is the Star Destroyer just the, the normal white triangle one, or is that the really long black one? It's a triangle. The Super okay. Star Destroyer is the one that looks more like a dagger. I'll, I'll choose the Death Star only because I was watching, uh, what is it, that whole thing about Star Wars technology. And it's more plausible to have a Death Star than it is to have a Star Destroyer. And that would be awesome. So, yeah, Death, Death Star. A vote for the Death Star. Um, I have never purchased a Death Star. and I mean, I don't have a Death Star Christmas ornament. I don't have a Death Star ship around my room. I don't have any kind of Death Star or anything. I've bought several versions of the Imperial Star Destroyer because it is that badass. So I'm going to go with Imperial Star Destroyer. Paul? Well, you got to think, though. The Death Star is kind of like a golf ball with an oversized dimple. Um, whereas, you know, the Imperial Star Destroyer, as Mike yeah. was saying... A dimple of death. It's a dimple of death, but as the Star Destroyer, as it was coming, when you're sitting there watching Star Wars the very first time, and that thing starts coming, you go, wow, that's a huge ship. And then you get to what you think is the end, and you're like, wow, that's massive. And it goes just a little farther, and you go, that's just a, a docking bay. It's still coming. Um, it was just, it was the most awesome, overpoweringly, a uh, uh, mind-staggering spaceship uh, at, at the time, and uh, and I still think it looks cooler than you know a, a golf ball with one really big dimple. Oh, death! <laughs> <laughs> a vote for the Star Destroyer and Brian. The Star Destroyer looks like a big wedge that is going to stab you. The Death Star is a ball somebody dropped and put a big dent in it. So, Star Destroyer. And Star Destroyer gets the win. And we are on to our next fight. I mean, this one is yours. <laughs> it is the Gunstar from The Last Starfighter versus the Normandy from Mass Effect. You know, it, it's odd. Because if you really think about it, for both ships, well, at least for the, for the Gunstar, you, you train playing a video game. Well, the Normandy, you play a video game, but I don't think you actually get to fly it. So I'm going to go with The Last Starfighter, only because it does come with a courtesy taxi service to take you to the ship, and I doubt that the Normandy has that. That plus we have, what was it, the Blossom of Death or the Death Blossom? That, was, that had to be the coolest ship ever in the world. 
But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with, with the Gunstar. And if you choose otherwise, Damon, you suck. Uh, I do suck because the Normandy and the Normandy 2 are badass motherfucking ships. Oh, my God. Sorry. I love the Mass Effect games. And, and they uh, it's a really good ship. And every time it gets destroyed, you get really sad. But you know they're going to build another one for the next game. And I love yep. it. Going, so, going, going, Normandy, Paul. I don't understand what you're talking about with your Normandy and your Mass Effect. Um, I, I don't, I don't play your video compu gamies. Um, however, I did look it up online, and the Normandy looks pretty cool. And uh, and I double checked these the the uh, Gunstar, and I went, wow, it's got four toothpaste tubes on it. Um, so I'm going with the Normandy, even though I don't know what it is. Um, it's a it's a spaceship. The episode. I figured that. Thanks. Best spaceship. Just Thank you, Captain. Throwing that out there, Brian. <laughs> is the Gunstar piloted by Seth Green? I don't fucking think so. Normandy. <laughs> Another vote for Normandy. And Mike, uh, I am going to vote for the uh, the Gunstar. It was yes. the first uh, computer generated spaceship that I ever remember seeing, and it was kind of crappy, but it was uh, you know it was, I guess it was good for its time. And the guy got to pilot it by playing a video game really good, so that's, that's pretty awesome. Uh, that's actually what happened to Eli on SGU, but and they parodied it on. Uh, the Clerks animated series. Oh, but Eli didn't get to fly the stupid Destiny. It no. was Chloe after she got she became like semi alien. Yeah, There's Eli just figured out the equation. Yeah, by playing video games. <laughs> 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 but we are on to the next fight. Which uh, one? The next fight. It is Serenity. No, which one? Which one won? It was the Normandy that won. Okay. <sighs> I'm sorry, Damon. I don't really listen to you. Apparently not. The Serenity from Firefly versus, what is this, Moya from Farscape. Um, wow. Which do I vote for? I like Fire, I, I like Firefly. I like, I like that show. I, I, I give two fucks about the, Mo, the Moya. But which one will piss off Kathy more? That's all I'm thinking about right now is Kathy and making her upset. And... I think voting for the Moya would actually make her more upset right now. So I'm going to vote for Moya. to do, Paul. Well, anybody who knows me knows exactly how I'm voting for this. Um, Firefly is perhaps one of my. It is perhaps my favorite uh, TV show of all time. Um, Serenity was uh, an amazing design. It was very well thought, and the ship was pretty much built. They built. The, the the set of the interior they built the the um, upper deck they built the lower deck they, they you know they, the the crew of the show ended up hanging out in the lounge of the of the ship rather than in the green room of uh, you know provided they and a portion they, of the exterior too hmm and a portion of the exterior they did too yeah yeah but I, it's just that that was a huge. It was a character. They, they, uh, Firefly Serenity was uh, like the tenth character. It was 
It, it's just it's so essential. It was such an elegant design, yet inside it was just so had so much texture and. Um, so it, your I, vote I, is for Serenity. You believed it. That's all I'm saying. Serenity. Okay, a vote for Serenity, Brian. I'm going to vote for the Moya because it had Muppets on it. <laughs> Mike. Uh, um. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Muppets. Wow. <laughs> Another vote for Moya. Amin. Wow. Uh, you know what? Just the fact that you can dream up some sort of nice steamy scene of Jewel State and Marina Baccarin in one of the shuttles. Serenity. A vote for Serenity, but... Oh, no, don't tell me. Wow. This is going to piss a lot of people off. The Moya is it, moving on. It is not going to piss off anybody more than it's pissing off me. Really? It's upsetting you? Thanks a lot, Serena. Well, at least we don't have to hear you talk about it anymore. That oh, you will. <laughs> really? Okay. We'll see. Uh, on to our next fight. It's yours, Paul. It is the White Star from Babylon 5 versus the Flying Saucer from every movie from the 1950s that you've ever seen. Like uh, Serenity. This Island Earth and all that good stuff. You know, really, when you stop and you think about it, you you think about these two ships, and you have to say, who the fuck cares? Serenity just lost. Um, I'm going for the flying saucer. I hate people. Uh, vote for the flying saucer. Brian. Uh, saucer's got my vote, too, because it was the main craft and the day the earth stood still, and that's one of my favorite films. Another vote for flying saucer. Mike. You know, I couldn't have said it better myself. I vote for the Flying Saucer. Another vote for Flying Saucer. I mean, why, why couldn't this happen with Serenity? Jesus. Um, you know, I saw the White Star. I've seen a few episodes of Babylon Five. Yawn, boring. Let's move on. Now, the Flying Saucer. Uh, that's. It, it's funny because that that shape has always been known as like the traditional UFO shape until I don't know what. 1960s or 70s, probably later. But, oh, you know, on the day there is stood still, when it landed and it opens up, that was probably the coolest shit I ever saw as a kid. And even now, in the black and white version, because Keanu can suck balls, so that, that movie sucked. Um, but that flying saucer design is awesome. And you know what? I'm just going to buy, buy that on Amazon, actually. So, yeah, flying saucer. Uh, vote for flying saucer. And... Um yeah, clean sweep. I never got into Babylon 5. I couldn't tell you what the White Star looked like, so but I know what a flying saucer is. And the flying saucer in a clean sweep moving on into the next round. Brian, this fight is yours. It is the Millennium Falcon versus Slave One. <laughs> Why you gotta do this to me? Um, I am gonna go with the Falcon because it's always been cool in the movies, but Slave One did have whiny kid Boba Fett in it for a while. So that's got to knock it down a peg. Falcon. A vote for the Millennium Falcon. Mike. I, I love the Millennium Falcon. It is one of my favorite ships, but I have to go with Slave One because the toy came with a little carbonite Han. A vote for Slave One. Amin? Oh, that's right. It did come with that. Oh, that's, I forgot about that. Yeah, the toy was pretty cool, actually. I think 
I thought it was probably one of the most unique ships because I remember as a kid going to see that movie and everyone saw the ship take off. We expected it to take off a certain way. And then when we saw how it's supposed to take off, everyone was like, oh, interesting. But then the Millennium Falcon, it's, it is one of the fastest ships in the galaxy. Um, it's actually looks like you can pretty much customize it any way you want. So I'm going to go with Millennium Falcon. A vote for the Millennium Falcon. Uh, I'm voting against the Millennium Falcon because of 12 parsecs. That's, that's all, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm voting for Slave 1. And it's all tied up. Coming down to you, Mr. Story. I have to say this. The Millennium Falcon is my second favorite spaceship of all time. S- second only to Serenity. Um, and... <laughs> If Serenity is going to get knocked out and it's not going to come down to the Millennium Falcon versus Serenity, I'm voting for Slave One. What? You're voting against your heart, your soul. I'll tell you for that, David. You tore it out a long time ago. All right. Slave One. I don't have a soul. I know. But Slave One is moving on. The Millennium Falcon goes down in the first round. Wow. And we're at our last fight of the first round. Mike, this one is yours. It is the Planet Express ship from Futurama versus Eagle 5 from Spaceballs. Uh, Planet Express ship. Uh, Vote for Planet Express. Amin. Eagle 5, because it's the only ship on the list that transforms itself into the maid and sucks. So, yeah. A vote for Eagle 5. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. Uh, I'm going for Eagle 5. Paul? I'm, I, I have to say that uh, between the Planet Express and the Eagle 5, I have to vote for the Bebop from Cowboy Bebop. What? what? It's in the fine print, Damon. Look. Sure. It's not in the fine print. Paul, where's your vote going? <laughs> Wait, which one do you like best, Damon? I, I'm fine with either one. Uh, um, actually, I'm not attached to either one of those. I, I mean, I it's Futurama ship. It's, you know, it's okay. Um, Eagle 5, whatever. Um, um, um yeah, I'll go for Spaceballs, because it has Dark Helmet in it. Another, another vote for Eagle 5. And Brian? Um, I'm going to go with the Planet Express ship, but I should point out the Eagle 5 didn't transform into a maid. That was Spaceball 1. Yes, it was. Oh, oh man. It was Spaceball 1. Is that going to change your vote, I mean? Can we switch for Serenity? No. I I, I vote for switching for Serenity. Uh, and? <laughs> you know, Eagle 5 is actually close to the actual real ship. Um, yeah, Eagle 5. All right, and Eagle 5 making it into the next round. We've got the Enterprise, Voyager, Defiant, uh, the Bird of Prey, the Protector, the Satellite of Love, the Destiny, the Heart of Gold. <laughs> There's a lot of those there. Uh, the Close Encounter Mothership, the TARDIS, the, right. the Imperial Star Destroyer, the Normandy, the Moya, right. 
the Flying Saucer, Slave One, and Eagle Five, all moving on. And we'll be back right after this. Chaos flight controllers, gonna go for landing. Retro. Go. Lido. Go. Guidance. Go. Control. Go. Telcom. Go. GNC. Go. Ecom. Go. Surgeon. Go. Capcom, we're go for landing. Altitude 4200. Houston, you're a go for landing. Over. I don't understand. Go for landing. 3,000 feet. You're looking great. How you doing, Control? We look good here. Fine. Uh, how about you, Telcom? Go. Guidance, you happy? Go. Lido. Go. 2,000 feet. 2,000 feet into the egg, 47 degrees. Roger. 37 degrees. 540 feet at a 15. 10 and 50 feet down at 4. Altitude, velocity, light. 3.5 down. 220 feet. 11 forward, coming down nicely. 200 feet. 4.5 down. 5.5 down. 100 feet. 3.5 down. 9 forward. 875 feet. Guys looking good, down a half. Six forward. Sixty seconds. Lights on. Forward. Forward. Forty feet down, two and a half. Picking up some dust. Face shadow. Four forward, drifting to the right a little. Thirty seconds. Forward. Contact light. Okay, engine stop. We copy you down, Eagle. Houston, uh... Tranquility base here. The eagle has landed. And we're back. <laughs> 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 we do what we do every week, except for the week set. Uh, well, we don't we, do it. We don't do it. We're doing geek cred. Paul, we'll start with you. What is your geek cred, sir? Well, I am a comic book writer, um, longtime uh, sci-fi and fantasy fan. Um, I am currently working on the revival of Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, from Moonstone Comics. I have a... a oh, oh, I shouldn't I shouldn't plug the graphic novel until the plug section, should I? Right. I've got several comics uh, in the works right now. I'll talk about a little later. So, um, I'm, I'm the professional geek. You're a professional geek. Amin! Yeah, I'm professional geek number two. Not as qualified or with so many years' experience as Paul. Uh... I draw comics. Paul writes them. He gives them to me sometimes, and I write them and draw them and whatever. But uh, right now I'm doing work for IDW, and uh, I just did a really cool project for Xbox. And I love video games. No, actually, no, scratch that. Not the video games. No, 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 no. I love sci-fi. I love uh, reading about sci-fi and um, fantasy. Not so much, but mostly sci-fi and comic books. That's my thing. I mean, you you draw Kolchak. That is that is an awesome oh, thing you know, you should mention. Buckaroo Bonsai. That's that's true. That's right. That's uh, right. I got that in the bag. All right, and Brian, uh, first time on the show, also known as Liquid Cross on Twitter. What's your geek cred? Well, aside from having a Green Lantern symbol tattooed onto my arm. Uh, I guess I'd be a third professional geek because I repair and fix and maintain computers for a living. Nerd. Yeah. Oh, big time. I spend a lot of time looking at progress bars. Um, Otherwise, just that. That that was the setup. 
<laughs> I was hoping somebody would chime in with that. But uh, just like the other guys, longtime sci-fi fantasy fan, especially Star Trek. Um, in fact, I think I was brought on to this because I wrote a big piece about how a certain Federation starship class tends to get shit on a lot. But I'll talk about that in the plug section. Cool. All right. Cool. And I guess we should start fighting again. Um, yes. Yeah. One is yours. It is the Enterprise. I don't know which one. Versus Voyager. Oh, man. Jeez. Yeah, can we knock off Voyager and put Serenity? I think that would be easy. Nope. Uh, well, you know what? So you, you're playing with history and then my sentimental value that I have for Voyager. Um, although I, I, I did I did like the Enterprise in the, in the recent 2009 movie. I thought that was pretty... looked pretty nice. A, a really good... Uh, keeping in with the old design. But you know what? I, I have a really soft spot for Voyager, so I'm going to go for Voyager. Uh, vote for Voyager. Um, I, too, will be voting for Voyager. I'm voting against the Enterprise J, because there's too many goddamn Enterprises in the Enterprise. I'm sorry. There's like 45 of them, and I'm voting against the Enterprise J because it was a stupid-looking ship, and I'm going with Voyager. Uh, Paul? Not even a contest. It's the Enterprise. Uh, vote for the Enterprise. Brian? Yeah, Enterprise. Game, set, and match. Another vote for Enterprise. All tied up. Coming down to you, Mike. Uh, I'm going to vote for the uh, Enterprise J. Uh, <laughs> for the Enterprise J. <laughs> and the Enterprise moving on into the next round. Uh, next fight is me. It is the Defiant versus the Bird of Prey, uh, the Klingon Bird of Prey, that is. And um, I'm going for Defiant. Uh, Captain Benjamin Sisko is a slit, is a pimp, and he and he kills people. And then, but my actual favorite uh, Defiant moment actually takes place with Worf at the helm. It's in uh, First Contact, ramming speed. He's like, "Fuck it, we're gonna die. We're gonna die like pimps." So I gotta go with the Defiant. I love that little ship, little Paul. Well, this is perhaps my worst geek logic argument ever, but I I have uh, I've written the DC comic uh, – I've written a Birds of Prey story, and since I don't have a, uh, enough of an emotional investment between the Defiant and the Klingon Bird of Prey, I'm going to go for the Bird of Prey angle and vote for the BOP. All right. Voting for the BOP. Uh, Brian. I'm going to lean towards Defiant again for two reasons. One, even though it got blown up in Deep Space Nine, they said, fuck it, we're building another. And two, if I recall correctly, the TOS Defiant, when it was in the Mirror Universe, ripped through Klingon ships also. I don't remember. The problem. I know it ripped, it ripped through pretty much everything, but I think that was one of them. So another vote for the Defiant. Cool beans. Mike. Uh, I'm going to vote for the Bird of Prey. Uh, I love the Defiant, um, but I, I, it's a powerful ship. It's you know lends itself to great stories, but I really never liked the design that much. Whereas the Bird of Prey, um, that uh, that is kind of a, a, a classic look that uh, I think I think I just prefer over the Defiant. It is all tied up and coming down to you. I mean. Bird of Prey, you know, I'm sorry, but Defiant Schmiant, you know, Bird of Prey, better design, looks more kick-ass, 
and I like it. So there you go. A vote for the bird of prey, and the defiant goes down. Bird of prey moving on. On to our next fight. Paul, this one is yours. It is the protector versus the satellite of love. These are two delightfully geeky ships in that the protector was, you know, born as as a, as a Trek spoof and the satellite of love um, it is perhaps the, the uh, best cult TV series of all time in MST3K. Um, but in in honor of uh, in honor of the the legion of MST3KA people that I follow on Twitter, I'm going to vote for the Satellite of Love. A vote for the Satellite of Love, Brian. The Satellite has shitty movies, but the Protector has Omega 13. So Protector. A vote for the Protector, Mike. Yeah, I'm going to uh, vote for the Protector uh, also. Uh, like I said, it's real. <laughs> vote for the protector. I mean, um, you know, for me, it's going to be onboard entertainment, and satellite of love has it. So, satellite of love. A vote for the satellite of love. Um, I. It's all tied up. I, I, and you're right. I'm going to vote for serenity right now. I'm voting for serenity. Oh wait, it doesn't matter. Serenity's not in this round. I'm voting for the protector. Uh. You could at least vote for the Satellite of Love since you bumped Serenity from... The took, Protector's took, badass. You took my sky from me. I, I don't care. I, I love I taking the sky from you. That's and, a new one, Paul. Forget about that one. And uh, actually, my favorite moment with the Protector is when uh, the black character, the token black character, goes to pull it out for the first time, and he just runs it all the way along the wall. <laughs> that shit is so funny to me. I love that. So I'm going with the Protector... And the protector is on into the next round. On to the spike. Brian, this one is yours. It is the Destiny from Stargate Universe versus the Heart of Gold. Oh, that one's easy. I'll go with the Improbability Drive, Heart of Gold. Vote for the Heart of Gold, Mike. Uh, I, I don't care what you say, Damon. I am putting Serenity in here instead of Destiny and then beating it with the Heart of Gold. <laughs> <laughs> A vote for the heart of gold. A me? Uh, only because, once again, the onboard entertainment of Heart of Gold is much more pleasing than the one in Destiny. Uh, heart of Gold. A vote for Heart of Gold. Mike, I love your logic. And you know what I, what else I love about it? It probably would happen with the improbability drive. The improbability drive could turn the Destiny into the, to, to the Serenity... And then the Heart of Gold would, of course, beat it because it's the Heart of Gold. I'm voting Heart of Gold. And Paul. Um, actually, I, I think we're sweeping here because um, I've certainly got more of a, a attachment to the Heart of Gold than the Destiny. So I'm going for the Heart of Gold as well. Oh, it's not the Destiny anymore. It was Serenity. <laughs> I'm just messing around. The Heart of Gold. Take That would be awesome, wouldn't it? A Heart of Gold is moving on to the next round. Next fight is yours, Mike. It is Close Encounters, Mothership versus the TARDIS. Mm, this is really tough. Um, in, all, in any kind of conceptual way, it's, uh, it's the TARDIS. It's, it's, just, it's just the coolest thing to have. But uh, visually, that uh, ship rising up over the mountain in Close Encounters, 
Uh, and then when it flips over at the end and it's just that city that flies off into space, um, still among the coolest visuals I've ever seen. So I'll vote for that ship. Close Encounter Mothership. Uh, I mean. You know, Mike, that's, that was a good good geek logic there. Um, you almost had me on that one. Um, but the TARDIS still has something that the Mothership will never have, which hopefully I will reveal soon enough, but it's going to be the TARDIS. A vote for the TARDIS? Taking a risk. Not saying anything about the TARDIS in this round. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, even though the TARDIS does have a pool, I'm voting for the Close Encounters Mothership. Uh, yeah. I like mashed potato mountains. Uh, Paul? Where are we at now? Close Encounters versus the TARDIS. No, no, no. I mean, where are we at uh, vote-wise? Why? Are we all tied up? No. No, we're not? Nope. Darn. Well, here's the way I look at it. The TARDIS is primarily a time machine. The mothership is primarily a spaceship. We're talking about best spaceship. I'm going for Close Encounters. Uh, uh, Vote for the Close Encounters mothership. And Brian. Uh, Not only that, the doctor himself has said if the TARDIS flies through space like a normal ship too much, it actually does damage to it. It was in one of the recent episodes. I think it was a 10th Doctor episode. I'm not sure which one. So, yeah, but the Close Encounter ship was very specifically designed to travel through space and not damage itself. So, Close Encounters. And the Close Encounter mothership moves on. I mean, what what did you want to say about the TARDIS? Well, the TARDIS, if you if you think about it, it's the only fact that he gets companions is because he has a cool ride. Come on, let's face it. They're not impressed with the Doctor. They're impressed because he has a cool ride. So, there you go. That's my geek logic. That was your geek You're logic. giving it the Batman Forever argument. Chicks <laughs> <laughs> dig the car. You know, chicks do dig the car. They do. There you go. I don't know if they dig the mothership. Anyone going to change their vote now? Nope. Nope. Oh, it wasn't the mothership, I might. But the close-encounter mothership is moving on. On to our next fight. Amin, this one is yours. It is the Imperial Star Destroyer versus the Normandy. Star Destroyer. Star Destroyer gets a vote from you. Normandy gets a vote from me. Paul. That's what a serenity. Uh, no, not in this round either. Serenity? No, Paul. Star Destroyer. A vote for Star Destroyer. Uh, All right, Brian? I'll go Star Destroyer because it could blow up the Serenity and the Normandy at the same time. Probably. And Mike? Uh, yeah, Star Destroyer. And Star Destroyer on to the next round. Next fight is Moya versus the Flying Saucer. Um, I'm going to vote for Moya again, because it's going to piss people off, and I'm just in that kind of mood. Paul? Um, I'm, I'm once again voting for the Flying Serenity of Saucer, um, mostly because Moya doesn't deserve to live. Uh, vote for Flying Saucer, uh, Brian? I said that I voted for the Moya before because it had Muppets, but I'm pretty sure the Flying Saucers have Muppets too, like those creepy Martian ones that always showed up on Sesame Street. So I'll go Flying Saucer. A vote for Flying Saucer. Uh, 
Mike. Yeah, and the, I think some of the flying saucers even had marionettes. So uh, marionettes and Muppet, Muppets. I'm going Were they super saucer. marionettes? They could have been. <laughs> a vote for flying saucer. And a meme. <laughs> it wasn't Jewel State on, on a flying saucer? Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. okay. Yeah, so Serenity. So. Flying Saucer gets another vote. And Flying Saucer moves on into the next round. On to our next fight. Paul, this one is yours. It is Slave 1 versus Eagle 5. Well, what you basically got here is a really cool spaceship versus a joke. Now, that's tough for me. But a Winnebago just doesn't cut it as cool as Spaceship. So I'm going to go for Slave One. Hello? A vote for Slave One. Brian? Yeah, I'm going to go for Slave One, too, because uh, it was mentioned earlier that the, the toy came with a mini Carbonite Han. The Lego Slave One came with a brick painted to look like Carbonite Han. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so a vote for Slave 1. Mike? Uh, I'm going to vote for the Eagle 5 because even though I voted for the Slave 1 because of the Carbonite, it really should not have beat the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> so I, uh, I will vote for the Eagle 5 because uh, it's a Winnebago. Oh, the Winnebago argument. Uh, mean. <sighs> um... You know, the, the Slave 1 toy was cool. I don't remember there being an Eagle 5 toy, although that would have been cool, too. But uh, I, I believe it was called the Barbie Camper. The Barbie Camper? <laughs> What's the closest <laughs> thing to an Eagle 5 toy? Okay, Paul, I'm glad you know that. Um, slave 1. I'll vote for Slave 1. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, why are you playing with Barbies? I have sisters, Damon. Younger or older? I have a sister that's a year and a half older than me, and she had a Barbie camper. Oh, okay. And you turned it into Eagle 5 as a 25-year-old. That's cool. (laughs) Eagle 5. Not quite that old. Takes the loss. Slave 1 taking the win. (laughs) And we're on to our next fight. Brian, this one is yours. It's for a spot in the final four. It's the Enterprise... Versus the bird of prey. That one's easy. The Enterprise, because it's blown up more bird of prey than I can count. A vote for the Enterprise. Uh, Mike. Yeah, it's also going to be Enterprise. Um, and uh, I will I will actually specifically call out the Enterprise with three nacelles from All Good Things, the best episode of Star Trek. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I guess if you put the bird of prey against the Enterprise like that, no no chance. So I'm just going to have to go with superiority. Enterprise. A vote for the Enterprise. Um, the bird of prey versus the NX-01. The bird of prey would destroy the NX-01. It's got like 200 years worth of advanced technology. It's, it's awesome. So I'm going to go bird of prey. Forget all of you. <laughs> and Paul. Well... That is flawlessly reasoned, Damon, for someone with a closed head injury, Um, which I'll get a lot of trouble for that one. So, um, 
No, I mean, it, it, seriously, the Enterprise, uh, I was going to ask, well, who's who's uh, the captain? But all of them have plowed through Klingon birds of prey. So, Enterprise. And the Enterprise is the first ship into the final four. And we're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is the Protector versus the Heart of Gold. This is a hard fight. Uh, this is a very hard fight. I was going to pick the Protector because of Sam Rockwell, but then Sam Rockwell is also in Hitchhiker's Guide. And uh, I, I really I kind of want to vote for the Protector so that it goes up against the Enterprise. I think that would be kind of funny, but they are too much the same. And, uh, well, the Heart of Gold, uh, I, I really just have to vote for the Infinite and Probability Drive. A vote for the Heart of Gold. A mean... Everything Mike said, but add Zoe de Chanel at the end. Heart of Gold. Uh, another vote for Heart of Gold. Oh, I really want to. I kind of want to vote for the Protector because you're right, Mike. That that matchup would be cool. Enterprise versus Protector, but the Heart of Gold is awesome. And and if I'm not mistaken, is it what's what's the actual answer to Life, the Universe, and Everything, Mike? 42. 42. 42. Well, sorry, what's the question? Isn't that 8 times 6? What do you get Actually, when you multiply 6 by 9? 6 by 9, there we go. <laughs> Which is not 42. But I'm voting for the heart of gold. Uh, Paul? Well, I'm going to throw a little love to the NSEA protector. Um, I know it's pointless at this time, but I'm going to do it anyway. A vote for the Protector and Brian. I'm going to give it to the Protector, too, because it had those weird chopper things near the engineering section, and it was like the interior of the ship was laid out like a video game. <laughs> I forgot all about that part. What does this even do? <laughs> but the Heart of Gold is moving on. It's into the final four. On to our next fight. Amin, this one is yours. It is the Close Encounter Mothership. Versus the Star Destroyer. Oh, boy. You know, since both ships have George Lucas and Steven Spielberg in common, um, I'm only going to go because of Paul's comments about the Star Destroyer. So, Star Destroyer. A vote for Star Destroyer. Um... I'm going to go Star Destroyer as well. It's, I, I just like it better than the Close Encounter Mothership. Uh, Paul? Um, actually, I don't think Close Encounters had uh, George Lucas involved. Um, but uh, you've got the, the oh, Mothership. Industrial Light hmm? Magic. Industrial Light Magic? I don't think they did the effects. No, they, they hadn't even been formed yet. Because it they, came out before Star Wars. It came out after Star Wars. Shut up. Just just go with it. <laughs> anyway, you got a ship that's basically, you know, it's its big weapon quote weapon unquote is we communicate telepathically with people and get them to come with us versus the Star Destroyer, which blows crap up. Star Destroyer. A vote for the Star Destroyer. Uh Brian. The music that plays when the Close Encounter ship comes down is awesome. The music when you first see the Star Destroyer in New Hope is even better. So definitely Star Destroyer. 
a vote for Star Destroyer. Mike, is it a clean sweep? It is not a clean sweep. The the uh, mothership is populated by alien greys, and but they are great. scary, scary things. Star Destroyers are populated by a bunch of pasty limeys. Not very scary. So vote for the Close Encounter Mothership, put the Star Destroyers into the Final Four. And for our last spot in the Final Four, we've got the Flying Saucer versus Slave One. And uh, let's see, there's no way to upset Paul here, so I'm going to go with Flying Saucer. Paul! (laughs) Your vote, Paul. Uh, I am also going with Flying Saucer for kind of Mike's rationale, which is Slave One should never have beaten the Millennium Ball. <laughs> <laughs> a vote for the Flying Saucer. Uh, Brian? Uh, I'll go Flying Saucer because even though Slave One was ru- kind of ruined by the prequels, and I guess you could argue the Flying Saucer was ruined by Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I still like that movie a little better. So I'll go cr- Flying Saucer. A vote for Flying Saucer. Mike? You know, I was dead set on saucer till you mentioned uh, Indiana Jones. That uh, that could change things. But um, well, you know, the Slave One. Part of the reason why it was awesome was because it was Boba Fett's ship. And then when you find out that Boba Fett's not actually particularly awesome, I guess that makes his ship a little less awesome. So I will stick with Flying Saucer. Another vote for Flying Saucer. Is it a clean sweep? I mean. Yes, it is, because I just ordered one on Amazon, so Flying Saucer it is. All right, Flying Saucer in a clean sweep. We've got the Enterprise versus the Heart of Gold, and the Star Destroyer versus the Flying Saucer. I almost said Flying Saucer. What? (laughs) Paul, this fight is yours. Enterprise versus Heart of Gold. That That is a tough, tough thing. I mean, on a... On a certain cerebral level, ironically enough, I I would go with the Heart of Gold because, you know, it's the infinite improbability drive. It could turn into Serenity. But the Enterprise, it's it's the spaceship from Star Trek. It is uh, the, the, the um, it, it's just, without a doubt, it, it's one of the quintessential spaceships uh, in the in the consciousness of the world to the point where the first space shuttle was named Enterprise because of Star Trek. I'm voting for Enterprise. A vote for the Enterprise. Brian? Paul beat me to it. I was going to say uh, because of the space shuttle also, but The Next Generation is my favorite show of all time, so I'd be remiss in not voting for the Enterprise, so I'll give it for the Enterprise D. A vote for the Enterprise D. Mike? Uh, there is a Star Trek font in our logo. I think you know how I'm voting. Heart of gold? Heart of gold, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's a gold <laughs> Star Trek font. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a vote for the Enterprise. Amin. Yeah, Since I'm a sucker for peer pressure, Enterprise. Sweep, 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 sweep. It's not a sweep. I fucking vote with my fucking heart. It's the goddamn heart of gold. That ship is badass. The improbability of drive alone wipes all these other ships off the map. It should be moving on into the finals. 
but it's not. The Enterprise is, but not in a clean sweep. It gets a, a, the heart of gold. You know what else should be moving into the finals? Serenity. No, there's no way that was going to move into the finals. Oh, it was. No, it, it was. Could, it could definitely make it into the second round, but no. You had to take with that, that stupid shit from Farscape. Jesus. Oh, well, it would have been up against the Flying Saucer, which is in this fight right now. No, no. Uh, Star yeah. Destroyer versus Flying Saucer. Uh, Brian, this one is yours. Mmm, that's rough. But I'll go Flying Saucer. Dun, 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 dun. Wrong music, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Mike? Not yet it's not. Um, actually, I, I think that music is right because I think you could include uh, Darth Vader's Star Destroyer in this. While not all Star Destroyers are Super Star Destroyers, Super Star Destroyers are still Star Destroyers. And uh, that ship was awesome, so I'm going to vote for that. All right, a vote for the Star Destroyer. Amin. You know, just on a historical level, the Flying Saucer has a little bit more weight than the Star Destroyer. Uh, uh, flying Saucer. A vote for the Flying Saucer? Uh, let's see. Um, hmm. Serenity. Yeah, Serenity. No? That was kind with of Star vote. Trek versus Star Wars. Oh, yeah, I don't care about that. Um, As usual, huh? Or, uh, I'm gonna go flying saucer. And well, that's that's disappointing, but um, I'm gonna have to go with Star Destroyer. Um, as as cool as the flying saucer is with its historicity, um, the Star Destroyer was an awesome moment of cinema. Did I write down the? Uh, I, I seriously fell asleep there for a half a second and lost complete track. It's three for Flying Saucer and two for De- Star Destroyer, isn't it? Well, you forgot the Serenity had also won, too, so you might as well put that there. Uh, no. That's, that depends on whether anybody who is swayed by my argument and wants to switch their vote to Star Destroyer. Well, no. No. What, what's, what's, your, what's your argument, Paul? That he's Just go with it. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll switch my vote. Really? <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? Don't give Paul that kind of power. Uh, he, well, apparently he does have that kind of power. And the star right, I'll switch my vote. Okay, you fuckers are really fucking me up right now. <laughs> I hate you. Well, you voted for Star Destroyer, so that means the Star Destroyer wins. Yeah, I don't even remember. Uh, yeah, Mike Mike did vote for Star Destroyer. No, no, I mean Damon voted for Star Destroyer. No, I voted for Flying Saucer. Star Destroyer is into the finals. No, it's Flying Saucer is into the finals. No, Amin changed his vote. And then Mike changed his vote. Are you changing it to... What are you changing it to, Mike? Flying Saucer. So Flying Saucer still makes it into the... Oh, fuck you guys. I really hate you. It's a, like, gee, Damon, pay attention to this stuff? It's really easy. It's really easy to not pay attention to this oh, stuff. Come on, Paul. This is the same person that didn't notice the brown coats. Jeez. Yeah, thank you. But it, it, we've got our final. It is the Enterprise versus the Flying Saucer. It is very fitting. Uh, Mike, this one is yours. Um, well, the Enterprise is... A flying saucer with uh, three tubes. 
So that's uh, that's more. I'll vote for the Enterprise. Oh, a vote for the Enterprise. I mean, yeah, I want to vote Flying Saucer only because it was the only ship closest to Serenity on the list. So Flying Saucer. A vote for Flying Saucer. Wow. Let's see. I, uh, let me just add up the Enterprises I actually like. Uh, let's see. New movie Enterprise. The Enterprise E. And how many flying saucers do I like? I don't really care because they're all the same, so I'm going to vote for Enterprise. Uh, Paul. Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I cannot I stand that care. song. It's a horrible song. It's a horrible song. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Damon. Did that, did that distress you like it did when you <laughs> stole my my ship from me? Um I uh, I have to actually go with Mike's rationale in this particular instance, although we all know that the best spaceship of all time is, in fact, the Serenity. Yeah, you're um, damn- uh, then, uh, But in this particular case, I get to choose Flying Saucer Enterprise. It's got to be Enterprise. Enterprise is part Flying Saucer plus stuff. Good one, Mike. Uh, <laughs> and Brian. I'm actually going to vote for Flying Saucer over my favorite ships of all time, and here's why. I'd venture that a lot of people around the world, if they saw the Enterprise, they'd know what it was. They'd say, okay, that's from Star Trek, whatever. But if anybody saw a Flying Saucer in real life, they'd probably shit their pants because we were getting invaded. A vote good one, good one. Or someone was throwing a Frisbee at us. <laughs> a vote for Flying Saucer. But... The Enterprise is the best spaceship of all time. Big uh, surprise. I oh, did fuck. not see that one coming. Fuck yeah, you, Mike. Yeah. Big surprise. Voting for Enterprise every time. Yeah, big surprise. Thanks, I, I'm, I, I, this, is, this is under protest because it should have been Serenity. Yeah, I second the motion. You know what? Fuck this. I'm changing my vote. To what? Flying Serenity? Saucer. <laughs> the flying saucer is the best spaceship of all time. Fuck you, Enterprise. Fuck you with your fucking nacelles. Or nacelles, as Darren Benjamin says. Flying saucer is the best spaceship of all time. Wait, wait does anybody else want to switch their vote? I think there's there's going to have to be an asterisk on uh, on this win. Where Where is it? Where, where's the asterisk? Where it should have been Heart of Gold? Yes. <laughs> should have been Serenity. Should have been Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I love the fact that it's all should have been. Should have been the Defiant. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon's kind of a flying saucer. Yes. That's a flying hamburger. It should have been the Planet Express ship. It should have been a lot of things, but it actually is. Should have you been know, nobody, nobody actually thought it should be the Gunstar. No. No. Yeah. Or, uh, or the, the Destiny. Or, or the Sickness. Uh, Galactica had a shot. Galactica didn't really have a shot, did it? It got destroyed in the first Yeah, but that's because it was against Heart of Gold. Yeah, that's a badass ship. But the Enterprise is actually the winner. Do you see Do you see how Galactica against Heart of Gold was actually a hard fight? Then you have Serenity against Moya. Come on! Yeah. Come on! And Moya pulled out the win. <sighs> and, and only because of Muppets. Moya is a Muppet. Oh, and to uh, uh, Kathy did get back to me, and uh, let's see, 
if it's a choice uh, of which to put on the brackets, it should be Serenity. So she's picking Serenity over Moya in that scenario. Wow. Well, you see, then that changes everything now, because you chose otherwise. Yep, we'll have to redo now, the show. Now we have to redo the whole thing. I'll, I'll go back and... Just to spite her. I'll That's go all. back and change uh, change my vote and, and redo the entire bracket. Uh, no, that's not going to happen. It doesn't matter. Serenity would still get beaten by the Enterprise at the end. <laughs> exactly. The Enterprise so, wins. Even if it did, at least it got, you know, to head head on match against the Enterprise. It wouldn't have made it to a head on match. That little wimp move you did back there, Damon, of like, Namoya against Serenity, you know, and whatever bullshit comedy I had about that one. Because here's what would have went down. If Serenity wins, the Millennium Falcon wins. If the Millennium Falcon wins, it beats Serenity. Wait, how is it that Serenity wins, the Falcon would win? Because, because I wouldn't have voted bitterly. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll give him that. But this, but this is Damon. You can't even make a decision on anything. So if you say one thing, you have to say the other. Oh, wow. Whoa, I mean, wow. You know, where's all this uh, harshness towards Damon coming from? Right. I think... I think the spirit of Mikey came into me all of a sudden. Oh, Mikey? <laughs> Not nearly Mikey? enough swearing. Wow. And nobody yeah. called anybody a cunt either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, At that least Moya's not while my mic was on. Yeah. Paul's calling Moya a cunt. Uh, you know, it does kind of... Never mind. Let, let's stop the episode now. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. I'd like to thank our guests for joining us. Does anybody have anything they'd like to shamefully self-promote? Paul? Why, yes, indeed. I would like to shamefully self-promote My Boyfriend is a Monster Book 2, made for each other, in stores in April, a 128-page book. Graphic novel uh, written by myself, illustrated by Eldon Cowger of uh, Astray3, that's the number 3.com, it's his webcomic. Um, it is uh, the touching story of a girl who falls in love with a monster, and their, their travails as they try and make true love stay together. Um, it's uh, it's kind of like Twilight filtered through the snarky but affectionate tone of of uh, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, mean? Yeah, actually, in stores now, you can pick up uh, Kolchak, the Night Strangler from Moonstone Books. Also, you can pick up Buckaroo Bonsai Origins Number 1, also by Moonstone Books. And while you're at it, you can also write a letter to Moonstone requesting urgently Buckaroo Bonsai Origins Number 2. Um, other than that, I do have another big project that's coming out through or via Xbox. I uh, can't say which video game it is, but it's a really big popular one, so I guess keep an eye on... Pong? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's going to keep them reeling over. Um, other than that, I got some other projects out through IDW, so just uh, look out for my name. And also, I'll be doing, as usual, free sketches and signings at Metro Comics here in Puerto Rico for free comic book day. Damn Puerto Rico. All those beautiful birds in the background. <sighs> right! That's what you get from Serenity. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything to sell, but I do have free shit. Uh, I write a couple blogs. Uh, my main one is Text and Violence, where I grumble a lot. That's at blog.liquidcross.com. And my other one is the Indigo Tribe, where I do reviews and commentary on all things Green Lantern. And you can find that at indigotribe.wordpress.com. 
All right. I would also like to thank Mania.com for having an awesome geek site. For all things Trek, look no further than sub- Subspace Communique and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek. They do sporadic episodes now and again. Uh, for all your DVDs, check out DVDGeeks.tv. And a special thanks goes to Karen for being our web presence. Check out what she's doing on the Geek Fights Tumblr. And, of course, Jared Formby for the pimped-out intros he creates. You can read his blog, Hey Star Trek, at HeyStarTrek.net. Mike? Uh, you can find me at the Zod Complex podcast at ZodComplex.com and also the Weekend Geek Show on YouTube. Uh, you can find us on the internet at geekfights.net. You can email us at geekfights at gmail.com or info at geekfights.net. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and become a fan on Facebook, uh, just like we mentioned before. Uh, Damon? Rate and review us on iTunes. Please? I, I, I beg of you. It's been a very long time. We've only got 14. Give us one star. I don't really care. I just want a review up there. And if you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us. All it really takes is um, the ability to communicate with us to join the Legion of Geeks. Our upcoming battles are... Hey, I don't have that in front of me. I have to move. I guess I shouldn't be doing that right now. Put my penis away. Uh, Next week, we've got Best Snack Food. And right after that will be Remake Reboot. I don't know how we're going to do that, but it'll be awesome. Uh, uh, Any and all ideals, you're welcome. And until next time, keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. It's been a long road Getting from there to here It's been a long time But my time is finally near I will see my dream come alive at last I will touch the sky And they're not gonna hold me down no more No, they're not gonna change my mind Cause I've got faith of the heart Go where my heart will take me It's all tied up and coming down to you, Mike. Enterprise or Serenity, which one do you have? I love Star Trek. It's... Font is in our logo, like I said. I always vote Star Trek heavily on our show. Um, but when Paul did his thoughtful, passionate speech about Serenity and how it was the best spaceship of all time, it it moved me to tears. It was the most eloquent piece of geek logic ever presented on our show. I changed my vote back in round one, and I'm sticking with it now. Serenity. Wow. <laughs> I never would have seen that coming. Yeah, Paul's speech Paul's speech was amazing. Was, uh, you know, wow. You know, I didn't think Paul had it in him. And then on top of that, Amin, with the little song he did in round two, that sealed it. Serenity is the best spaceship of all time. Take my love, take my land, take me where I 
stand i cannot stand that song it's a horrible song it's a horrible song (laughs) oh i'm sorry damon did that did that distress you like it did when you (laughs) stole my my ship from me um i uh i have to actually go with mike's rationale in this particular instance although we all know that the best spaceship of all time is in fact the serenity yeah Um, uh, then, uh, but in this particular case, I get to choose Flying Saucer Enterprise. It's got to be Enterprise. Enterprise's parts, Flying Saucer, plus stuff. Good one, Mike. Uh, <laughs> and Brian. I'm actually going to vote for Flying Saucer over my favorite ships of all time, and here's why. I'd venture that a lot of people around the world, if they saw the Enterprise, they'd know what it was. They'd say, okay, that's from Star Trek, whatever. But if anybody saw a flying saucer in real life, they'd probably shit their pants because we were getting invaded. A vote good one, good one. Or someone was throwing a frisbee at us. <laughs> a vote for flying saucer. But the Enterprise is the best spaceship of all time. Big uh, surprise. I did oh, not see that one coming. Fuck yeah, it, Mike. Yeah. Big surprise. Voting for Enterprise every time. It's been a long change my mind Cause I've got faith 
Dear Lord. <laughs> you, you know what was left off? What? One thing that was left off this list. The space probe from Star Trek IV. No, it was not left off. <laughs> you know what was left off this list? The Bebop from Cowboy Bebop. That is a cool spaceship. It doesn't beat stick and ball. <laughs> Yeah. I'm leaving that one alone. I got, I got nothing. And neither could Serenity. <laughs> oh, I hate you guys. And, and this honestly, was the most stressful episode yet. 